to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on October 24th, 1948, and here is The Drum of Obi. Once again, the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The shadow in a moment, but first, you know this is a world of wonder, exploration, and adventure for children. Parents know that, but it is also a world of danger. The National Safety Council, in its back-to-school safety campaign this month, is asking you to teach your youngsters the good reasons for safe habits. Teach them they need not be afraid of life, but that they can have as much fun and enjoy longer life if they don't take reckless chances. Show them by example how to avoid all the traffic dangers. Your experience is their best teacher. Parents who furnish their children with safe habits are training their children for life. Long life. Now in a moment, the shadow. The shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Drum of Obi. black afternoon in early fall. All day a storm had been hovering over the city. 
And then at exactly 4.30 p.m., the first roll of thunder broke across the sky. Precisely at that instant, the door of the Heavenly Hope funeral parlor opened. And a lean-faced stranger in a wide-brimmed black hat entered and approached the owner of the establishment. I should like a coffin. Yes, sir? A teakwood coffin with silver handles lined with purple satin. Why, we should be able to make one for you, sir? That won't do. That won't do at all. I need it delivered before sundown. Before sundown? I'll speak to my assistant. William? Yes, sir? This gentleman would like a teakwood casket with silver linings and purple satin lining. That can be arranged, I think. But he wants it delivered before sundown today. Hmm. Well, that can be arranged, too. There's a coffin like that below in the store. You are sure, William? Yes, sir. It just arrived with a new shipment. Excellent. Excellent. Glad to serve you, sir. You've served me admirably. Such things are most important to me. You will favor me by making delivery to number eight, Acrestone Lane. Number eight, Acrestone Lane? Yes, sir. There's been a death in your family, sir? Not yet. Eh? I said not yet. I don't understand. It isn't necessary that you understand. Are there any more details? Only for the record, sir, I should like to know whose funeral it is to be. The funeral of Mr. T. Theodore Jedrick, the second. T. Theodore Jedrick, the second. Make a note of that, William. And now, sir, your name? My name? For the record, sir. My name is T. Theodore Jedrick, the second. Is he insane? He, he didn't look insane. The, the drunk, then? Hardly. Look. Look how steady he's walking across the street. Steady and straight as a... For heaven's sake, what's the matter with him? Eh? Doesn't he see that car coming? Look out, sir! Look out, sir! Mr. Jedrick, look out! Let, let me pass, please. Please, let me through. Mr. Jedrick. Mr. Jedrick! Mr. Jedrick. Is he? Is he? You may deliver that coffin as specified, William. Mr. Jedrick seems to have known exactly what he was talking about. If you have to listen to the car radio, can't you get some music? I want to catch a special news flash, Margot. But, Lamont. And so, having ordered the coffin for his own funeral, Mr. T. Theodore Jedrick II of number 8 Acrestone Lane stepped into the street in front of the Heavenly Hope funeral parlor where he was killed instantly by a hit-and-run limousine. The coffin was delivered as specified. But there is no answer to the riddle of how Mr. Jedrick was able to prophesy his own death. What do you think, Lamont? I think he ought to be in jail. Who? That newscaster for broadcasting such inordinate nonsense. But it happened. It couldn't have happened. Lamont! It may have seemed to have happened, but it didn't. After all, Lamont, you weren't there. I don't have to be there to know that everything has a simple and logical explanation. I don't see how you can What's say that... that address they sent the coffin to? Um, number eight, Acrestone Lane. Oh. What? Where are we going? Number eight, Acrestone Lane? Why? 
prove to you, Margot, that everything has a simple and logical explanation. That must be it there, that house on the cliffside. Uh, ghoulish, huh? An old dark mansion overhanging the sea. Strictly in character. Come on. Lamont, I, I think perhaps we ought to go home. What's remarkable? That, Margot, is the rhythm of Obeam. Obeam? Yes. That's the rhythm of the drums that they play for the rituals of the god Obeam. Who in the world is Obeam? He's a kind of super demon god of the island of Jamaica. It's weird. Hearing it here just outside of town? Nightmarish under the circumstances. It's under any circumstances. I think this will be a most intriguing explanation. If we live together. Margot, it ain't hard now one fair explanation. Now, here's the house. Uh, do you think you should have done that? Why not? You don't think we should just go our way? Our way lies ahead of us, Margot. <laughs> oh, you'll pardon this intrusion, sir, but we heard about the strange occurrence this afternoon. I will not pardon this intrusion, sir. I want nothing whatever to do with your kind. All kind? Reporters, both of you. Oh, we're not reporters. Don't come lying to me. I can smell you newspaper rats. I'm a writer myself, and I know you. Theodore Jedrick was killed. He's dead. He's lying in there in his coffin, and there's an end to the matter. You'll get no further news out of me on the subject. Well, perhaps I can get some news out of you on another subject. Who's beating that drum? And what business is that of yours? It's curious to know why in these civilized parts anyone should be beating the savage ritual of Obi. Obi, did you say? You are familiar with Obi, sir? I've made something of a study of all forms of witchcraft. Well, why didn't you say so at once, sir? Come in. Do, do, both of you, come in. You will understand, sir. To you, I can explain. Explain? Yes, the circumstances of my brother's death. The dead man was your brother? Yes, Brother Theodore. I am Lyle. Lyle Jedrick. Uh, this is Miss Margot Lane. How, do, oh, how do you do? I'm Lamont Cranston. I'm delighted, Mr. Cranston. Yes, indeed. Now, about the regrettable incident at the funeral parlor this afternoon. The press and radio have made it sound quite fantastic. It's not supernatural. The power of suggestion can be very potent. Particularly upon a weak-minded individual like my poor brother in the coffin. It was simple for them to make him believe that he was going to die. In fact, he even ordered his own coffin. And then walked directly into the path of the oncoming car. So great was his conviction. Who gave him that conviction? There is a cult of Obi in this country, sir. Small but devout. Led by a man, a self-styled priest named Leo. Leo? Yes, Leo, sir. And it was this Leo who caused my brother's death. How? How? I'll show you. See here. Look at these. Postal cards. Ninety-two of them. One for each day of the past three months. They've arrived regularly every morning. And the effect was finally too much for Theodore. What do they say, Lamont? Uh, Obi wills it. The house of Jedrick perishes on October 24th. By October 24th, the house of Jedrick will be no more. That's all? That's all. But enough for Theodore and poor Deirdre. Deirdre? Who's Deirdre? Our sister. Oh. She and Theodore both believed in this savage foolishness. Now he is dead there in the coffin, and she... She is sitting in her superstitious fear in the next room, beating out that rhythm of Obi to ward off the coming evil. <laughs> Why? What does this Leo have against you? Well, the fact that the Jedricks were an old Jamaican family. 
descended from a long line of Caribbean privateers and pirates. And that I recently wrote a book debunking Obi, calling it nothing more than auto-hypnotic suggestion. And using authenticated Jamaican data to prove my point. It must be quite a book. It is. Oh, it is indeed, sir. Would you care to see it? As a matter of fact, I would. Well, I have a copy upstairs. Well, I don't want a trouble. No you. trouble at all, sir. None in the world. Just make yourselves at home. Perfectly at home. Well? Now, you see? Just as I told you. A perfectly simple and logical explanation. Theodore Jedrick believed in this Obi nonsense. And so, by the power of suggestion, he met his death. In that case, I'm afraid Sister Deirdre is doomed. Huh? Judging from that drumbeat, she's pretty far gone. Yes. Perhaps we can do something about that. What are you going to do? I'm going to try to reason with J.P. Jedrick before it's too late. Miss Jedrick! Miss Jedrick, we'd like to come in and see you. I don't think she wants to come in and see us. We'll go in there anyhow. Miss Jedrick, we want to talk. Go. Go. You are young people. You have time ahead. Go now, for death is in this house tonight. Miss Jedrick. Obi has spoken. Miss Jedrick, will you please listen uh, to Stop me? eating that drum for just a moment. Let me talk. I beat this drum to keep doom away. When I stop beating it, the hand of death will strike. No, no, you're wrong. The drum isn't helping. It's doing harm. It's heightening your fear, weakening your mind. It's just what Leo wants. What Leo wants? Yes, yes, believe me. Stop the drum just long enough to hear me out. Please. Please. Thank you. Now listen. There is no magic in Obi. The only people that can harm are those people who are fools enough to believe in it. Now snap out of it. Get hold of yourself and you'll be safe. Like Theodore was safe? No. Like Lyle is safe. He laughs at the curse. And in laughing, he puts himself beyond it. Lyle? Lyle is safe? Absolutely. Are you sure? Yes, Miss Jedrick. I'm completely sure. <laughs> Lyle! Screams came from upstairs here somewhere. Come on. What, Mark? That window there, the one facing the sea, it's been smashed a bit. It must have fallen from here. Jedrick! Jedrick! Him. Yes. Crash to the rocks and sea below. Jedrick! Lyle Jedrick! Any answer? No, Margot. Only the wind. Just as we feared, he's gone. He's washed out the sea. Oh, Margot. Deirdre's starting with that wretched drum again. I think perhaps we'd better let her. What do you mean? I mean, I'm really getting scared now. You said that Lyle was safe from the Obi magic because he didn't believe in it. Well, he didn't believe in it. But he's gone all the same. Gone just like Theodore. Margot, are you telling me you believe in Obi? Have you got another explanation? Yes. A simple and logical one, I suppose. Exactly. Whatever killed Lyle Jedrick wasn't magic. Well, what then? Murder, my sweet. Simple, logical, old-fashioned murder. But who? Oh, perhaps Leo the priest. You mean that Leo... I mean, it's quite possible that that kind of fanatic wouldn't hesitate. Oh, I hardly think it'll rain. Uh, what did you say? I said I hardly think it'll rain. I don't... Well, have... after all, we've had our share of storms this fall, and in my opinion... Here we are, you... The truth... 
I saw you when you climbed the wall just now, friend. I saw you duck behind this clump of trees. No harm, man. Only poor jump. Poor honest jump. Go, man. Let loose. Let me loose. Stand still. Stand still. You still got an arm to cry about. Why, you hurt me, man. Only jump. Yes, we'll see about that. Margot. Yes, Lamar. I want you to go inside. Get Miss Deirdre. Try to loosen that drum if you have to. What do you want with him? I wanted to take a look at this chap and see if I haven't captured old man Trouble himself. You mean Obi? I mean, I think we're standing face to face with his nibs. The high muckety muck of Obi. Leo himself. Then stop. I never thought she'd stop again as long as it... As long as she lives. Dear dear. Dear dear, are you all right? Dear dear. Dear dear, what's happened? Get your young man. Get him. Get him quick. The man. Get him. The man. The man. Who's that? No, no, it's happening. It's happening. We'll return to the shadow in just a minute. With elections coming up, the big topic of conversation is politics. I was amazed the other day when a fellow remarked that he hadn't voted in 15 years. He went on to say that he never had time to read the papers and find out what the issues were or what the candidates stood for in the problems of the day. Then he laughed and said, Oh, the old country seems to be getting along all right without me worrying about politics. Well, he was wrong. Because the democracy just can't get along without the interest and help of all its people. Of course, just voting isn't quite enough. Intelligent voting is what counts. We must have a good reason for casting our vote for a particular candidate. You know, some people vote for a certain party because their father and grandfather voted that way. Sort of an inherited way to vote. Well, of course, nobody tells you how to vote. You don't get a one-party ballot. And there's no gun in your back or coercion on election day here. That's what makes it such a privilege to step up to that ballot vote or ballot box and drop in that vote. The ballot box packs a terrific wallet. Your ideas, my ideas, all count. Let's let our voice be heard by using our vote intelligently at every opportunity. Now to the shadow. Cranston wanted to find a simple and logical explanation for the weird happenings in the house of Jedrick, a bleak castle overlooking the sea. Happenings which appear to be caused by Leo, a Jamaican high priest. Now, while Margot is inside with Deirdre, Dietrich, Lamont holds the high priest captive outside the seaside mansion. Girl, be long time gone, man. Gone. That's tough. Yes. Come on, walk ahead of me. Oh, no safe place. Move. No safe place for nobody, man. No safe place for young girl alone. Come on, move. We'll see. Inside. Margo! 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 Listen, man. Margo! 
It's deep. What, what happened? They took me back. No one left you to help me. They took me to Boston. What? It must pass on to the court to help others. What old lady means? Treasure. Treasure. Uh, what treasure? The treasure. Got family, wealth. Where is it? Oh. Low main floor. Here, I think. Take treasure. It's no use to the Jedrick any longer. The Jedrick! No longer I have this. Miss Jedrick. Your lady is dead, man. Dead. Dead. You killed her, you, Leo. No, man, no. Leo, I am. Curse I make. But I kill nobody. And this I swear by name of Obi. Who did kill her then? Nobody. Curse of Obi kill all Jedrick. You're insane. No, man. Not insane. You know, understand how Obi works. Obi older than you, older than words, as old as time. And what Obi wills in strange way is always done. I'll argue with you later. Right now, there's more to be found. Then Leo makes suggestion. Now, what is it? Wise men of Obi say that fate lead us the way at once we should go. Fate has given us keys to treasure vaults below. Let us go down now and see where fate will lead us from there. Here. Seems very much like treasure is. Look, man. Row of old seekers. Open one of them. Empty. Open another one. Empty. All empty. 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 Very. Seems almost as if. Well, what's that there? Where? On the floor at your feet. Oh, this. Yeah, let me see it. What is it? A piece of ordinary food, sir. That is all. No, no, that's not all. There's something scrawled on it in pencil. What? Sort of seaman's chart. Map of a cove with shoreline drawn in and channel markings indicated. Yeah. What do you think, man? Me? I think there's a cove in the beach somewhere nearby. Little known and well concealed. In that cove, I think there may be a boat. A boat laden with treasure. A boat getting ready to sail for parts unknown. present, my dear Miss Lane. Who, who are you? Wait until I step into the light. There. No. Yes? Lyle Jedrick. <laughs> the same, dear girl. No. No, it can't be. You're dead. You're dead. Your certainty of my death is a trifle exaggerated. Look, you, you fell from that window. My fall from the window was entirely illusory. You mean... I mean, I faked it. But... Why did you? For purposes of my own. And now, if you will pardon me, I must start the engine. What am I doing on this boat? Oh, oh, that. <laughs> Let's just say that we are going on a little voyage. No. Yes. You are going along as hostage, Miss Lane. 
just so that I shall have a weapon over Mr. Cranston's head in case he ever discovers too much and threatens my security. No. Help! Help! Now, look, my dear. Today, I killed my own brother by running over him in the car. Tonight, I have stabbed my own sister, and I shan't balk too much at killing you. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Who's aboard? Who's that laughing? I am the Shadow. Yeah. Shadow? Where are you? I can't see you. You can't see me, but I'm here nevertheless. Invisible, but on hand to see that justice triumphs over the ugly game you've played, Lyle Jedrick. What game? You've killed off your entire family. Trying to use the smoke screen of the OB curse. Trying to make it appear that not you, but the priest Leo is guilty of all this death and destruction. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong, Shadow. Why should I do such a thing? For the Jedrick treasure. A treasure that belonged to all the Jedricks in common, and that you couldn't abide. You wanted it for yourself. Every penny of it for yourself alone. You knew that such a treasure made up of rare and antique coins could have been too easily identified if any of your family were left alive. And so you killed them one by one. It'll do you no good to lie, Jedrick. The shadow knows. And what if the shadow does? I have law and decency and civilization on my side. You? You have nothing. This is nothing? Oh, this is nothing, Shadow! You'll come to nothing in the end. We'll see. Where are you going? Below. To start the engine. And if you so much as raise a finger to detain me, I shall send Miss Lane along to keep eternal company with dear Dre and dear Theodore. You're not living here, Jedrick. You're not living here, Jedrick. Leo. You're staying right here. You're staying for now and for all time. Now, look. Look, Leo. Be smart, Dollar. Look, I'll, I'll dip it with you. The treasure will be half shares for each one of us. Not treasure I want. Well, what, what then? What can I give you, fella? Revenge. No. Revenge for Obi. Revenge for God you have made a mockery. Oh, I, but I, I... You, you, you have belittled Obi magic. Use it to steal. Use it to help you in bloody mud and cheap theft. Yes. What I want you can give me. So, and you shall give me. Revenge. Step where you are. Revenge. I tell you, I'm desperate. Another step and I'll fire. Revenge. So what's the matter with you? Fall. Fall, I tell you. Revenge. Revenge. Margo? I'm all right. What happened? She fainted. Lyle. Lyle He's on the deck. Don't look. Dead? Yes. Leo beside him. Oh, Lamar. Steady. That's the way it had to be. What's that? Going down the deck, that paper. <laughs> this? Hmm. One of those cards Leo sent to Jedricks. Must have blown out of Lyle's pocket. Obi wills it. The house of Jedrick perishes on October 24th. By October 24th, the house of Jedrick will be no more. Remember? And it's happened. In spite of all the tricks and twists, it's happened. Jedrick. They're all dead. It's the 24th, and the house of Jedrick is no more. Margaret, you mustn't take on. You're tired and hysterical. Well, what do you call this? It's not magic. Well, what then? Coincidence. 
A simple and logical explanation. You hear that? Yes. You know what it is? Yes, I know what it is, Margaret. What is it, then? You want me to tell you? Yes. It's the surf. Booming on the rocks. Is it? Of course. Everything has a simple and logical explanation, Margaret. using the nation's hospitals. As a result of public education programs, people are paying more attention to their ailments than in past years. But now the hospitals are hard-pressed. They can't get enough nurses to keep up with the steadily rising number of patients. It's true that the number of nurses in the United States has been on the increase and now is higher than ever before, but still, many more nurses are needed immediately to meet current and future demands. Besides the hospitals, industry and the armed forces must have more nurses. To meet this increased need for graduate nurses, more girls must enroll this year as student nurses. Girls and young women, high school graduates and college students of good health and character are needed and needed badly. If you're a young woman looking around for a good career, find out more about the advantages of nursing. Go to your nearest hospital as soon as you can. They'll give you all the details. Now back to the shadows. This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. All names and places are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Listen again next week, same time, same station, when the shadow will again demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. The part of Lamont Cranston was played by Brett Morrison, Margot by Grace Matthews. This program came to you from New York. Stay tuned now for Quick as a Flash. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, everything has a logical explanation. So says the man who clouds men's minds so they cannot see him. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website 
at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.